Hello everybody, welcome to something a little bit different for myself. Um, instead of posting on YouTube, it's just uh, coming to you via your uh, favourite podcast provider. An audio-only podcast coming uh, from myself and uh, someone new. Um, I'm not joined by Anderson9132 and Steve the American Killjoy. Uh, they are uh, not here. <laughs> instead, I have uh, someone joining me to bring you uh, a new podcast, the Robocast Newsweek. And given the fact that News is in the title. I suppose I'd better let you uh, let you introduce yourself. <laughs> yeah, hello. I'm Jevon Woodrow from the channel World of Woodrow, home to this week in Robot Combat, the uh, the source of news. So, good choice, Sam. Well done. I mean, I mean it, 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 this kind of brings both of our wheelhouses together. Like, you know, I kind of wanted to do a weekly news podcast, but I didn't really want to step on your toes, and you wanted to do a podcast of some description, and this kind of yeah. came together perfectly. Really, it's. It's, it's going to be quite good because I don't really get the opportunity to discuss the news stories that much. So no, you, you, um, bring, you bring the news, but you don't get to talk about it. Yeah, basically, because just... I, I get to be a little less subjective in this, I'm hoping, because, uh, yeah, give some opinions and stuff more so than I usually do, at least. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And um, we start off this week, which is uh, the week beginning the 24th of August, 2020. Um, with a little look back to last week, uh, coming up in a second, but first we actually had some news today. Yeah, this, uh, it came literally out of uh, nowhere. Literally hours before we started recording this. We were going to record it earlier in the day and I'm glad we both kind of didn't because it now means yeah. we can talk about this. Um, it is the, uh, official confirmation that BattleBots 2020 will be going ahead and will be happening in October, which is very exciting. Yeah, it's it's incredible that they. Uh, well, first of all, the, to make the decision, I'm I'm assuming that there's probably some pressure from, you know, the the TV companies and everything, to to go ahead with the season because obviously it was uh, Discovery's biggest show last year. So, um, you you've got to think you want a series in in 2020. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm reasonably happy that we're getting a series. Obviously, I'd prefer a series over not. Um, exactly. We've we've had like I know for a fact from from speaking to some of the builders that they are social distancing in the pits and they've got all the measures in place uh, to make it as safe as possible. So that's um, very encouraging. That's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. And um, just as a bit of a sort of bolt on, uh, Greg Munson, who's one of the executives, is going to be appearing on the Behind the Bots podcast to answer questions about the upcoming season, which is good. Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's, it is encouraging that, we, as you say, we are going to get a season. I know um, we, we have seen already that some teams, um, I think Nelly the Elliebot posted earlier, I think they won't be travelling to BattleBots 2020. Um, yeah. Which, you know, I think that's going to be a running theme. You know, I, I don't think, given the state of the world, that, you know, teams from particularly Europe, I think Europe's, most of the teams that were going to come over, say your Petunias and your Jaegers, I can't see it happening. Um, no, I mean you've got to think if if they were to be going, they would have to ship what now, mid to now. late September <laughs> or yeah. now, now basically or now, yeah. Um, so yeah, it's 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 too close a call, really. Unless you have your robot ready to go, then mm, which uh, some do, yeah, yeah. It's it's a, it's a it's a shame. Obviously, you know, a lot of our favourites, you know, being Brits ourselves, you know, you know, I think it's fair, fairly, uh, you know. Maybe not biased as such, but you know, it's it's certainly a shame to see you know a lot of the Brit teams you know that we've come to know and love you know the monsoons and the cobalts 
probably won't be going. We don't know for sure. No. Obviously, they'll, they'll confirm that in due course. But, you know, it's, it is a bit of a shame that we know that not every team that originally was going to go to BattleBots is going to go. Yeah. It is interesting to know that there are 57 teams still going to be going, though. There are 57 is... competitors, according to uh, the Behind the Bots source. Um, that's that's the number that they are going with. So that's an interesting little fact. Yeah, absolutely. And I do think, you know, it does open the door for a lot of new favourites to come in. You know, at the end of the day, we can only see the field that is going to be there. No one... Yeah. I think realistically, if it, if there wasn't a season this year, I think people would have understood. So the fact that we're actually mm. going to get one anyway is actually quite encouraging. And, you know, it, it is exciting to see, you know, what teams are going to turn up. Because obviously there's other different teams that are now finished that weren't going to be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, one, absolutely. Such as Tracer. <laughs> yeah, Tracer. Very nice segue there, Sam. Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, mate, I, I am slick at these. <laughs> Tracer, yeah, is uh, BattleBots a few, I think it's probably a month ago now, um, released a video of this new four-wheel driver uh, destroying a pallet in a car park somewhere, and nobody knew what it was. Uh, and it turns out it was Tracer, uh, which is a... It's quite a funky-looking thing. It's, it's all very circuit board-esque. Um, it's built very strangely. It's it's sort of got uh, one mount at the front that the, the weapon is on, and then everything else is bolted onto that as well. Uh, which is it's, it's certainly a different way of doing things. Yeah, it's it's unique. But, um, you know, it is always nice to see a new team turn up. I, you know, I don't think we've seen Tracer or their team appear in previous seasons. Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm sure people will. Uh, I'm I'm going to go back through and see if I can find any more information on Tracer because I'm sure that they have said some more facts about it. Okay. Uh, in the meantime, um, while you're looking up uh, Tracer a bit more, uh, we'll also discuss um, Aegis as well. Yeah, they, they put up a really nice picture of um, of their robot. It's a again, it's a very peculiar design. It's so strange. It's, it reminds me. I don't know. How, like, it's kind of reminds me of like a um, sort of like a, a crab of some description. But like you know, you know, you know the ones that are kind of like the like the little tendrils around the side. Maybe like, oh yeah. Maybe I'm thinking of like a you know some kind of ancient creature that from the sea. It looks like a sea creature. Is what I'm trying to say here. I do like it. I think it looks very unique. There's nothing quite like it in the field. I don't particularly see it doing that well. But it's exciting to see, you know, different designs coming through the four rather than just your, you know, cookie-cutter four-wheel drive spinner. Yeah, I think I'm still trying to decide whether the the weird side flangey things are, are there to act like a almost a suction thing. So, like, you know how a hovercraft might operate. They yeah. have the bits. I don't think a hovercraft is probably the best example, but certainly, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it, but sort of to to protect it from having air gaps underneath to get it even lower to the arena floor. Sort of an alternative to magnets, I suppose. Well, you mentioned magnets. Um, we saw a little bit of footage as well this week from the beta team, uh, Team Hertz. Yes. Um, with I, I, I do... Is it two beta? Is that is this the new name? I believe that was the the working the moot, name the for moot, it. Certainly the, the one name. that we were told about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, to be to be fair, like I wouldn't mind either way. Like I think beta is an iconic name at this point, so I would keep it. But if they want to change it, that's up to them. I suppose the two beta plays on the pun two beta or not two beta. That is the question. <sighs> very good. Very uh, very very British. 
Yeah, absolutely. And also, it, it shows the, the power of the magnets that it has installed on it now. It just sucks the whole robot to the floor. Absolutely. And Peter have been trying with magnets for years. Um, yeah. They they tried it when they were meant to be on 2015 BattleBots. Um, I think they, they elected to give up for the 2016 season, but um, certainly for this year... Uh, they hoped to uh, to use it. I'm I'm wondering if Beta is still thinking of going at this point because obviously they they're not showing any signs of s- slowing down. And why would they? They they want to get a finished robot for whenever well, they, they can get across. But yeah, it'd be it'd be great to see Beta if they could go. But um, at this point, unconfirmed. Uh, worth noting, of course, that the BattleBot supporters are going to get to see the field uh, this week. Oh, really? That that's very early. Yeah. Um, well, with with regard to Beta, I mean, you know, they haven't done the last two seasons. They haven't done eighteen and nineteen. No, I can understand given the fact that you know they were a fan favorite when they were in the two thousand sixteen season. They did so well amid the quarterfinals. They only lost to Tombstone yeah. in the end. And, and on even, a judge's decision, yeah, even it was, then it was close. It was close, yeah. Um, so for me, I, I would like to think that if Beta could go, I think they will do. I, I do. I still find it interesting that they're going with CO two and not a electric hammer because that's very much the trend that's been a thing in the last few years particularly from the british hammers yeah you know yeah i I suppose the thing with with gas is that you're going to run out at some point whereas the electric you're not um unless it's a weight thing it might be a weight thing and i think it might also be john reed obviously knows pneumatics he he's been with pneumatics since the beginning so um it's almost returning to what he knows best yeah very true. Very true. By the way, just uh, on. Go, oh, sorry, uh, carry on. No, no. I was going to say. But either way, for for battle bots in terms of the field, you know, it is going to be a reduced field. I think we can kind of accept that. And yeah. I do hope people give it the chance that it deserves because at the end of the day, we're getting a season. I think that has to be the thing that we looked at. You know, I, I've I've was firmly going into this year thinking, do you know what? We're not going to get a battle bot season, and that's okay because let's face it, the world has stopped, <laughs> you know? And I think the fact that we are going to get a season after all is quite encouraging. And I just pe- hope people don't take it, not to heart, but, you know, accept that, you know, yes, it may be a reduced field. And yes, your favourite from previous seasons may not be there, but give the new teams a chance and give yeah. and give everyone that does go, you know, the, the benefit of the doubt. You know, at the end of the day, they're putting on a show for us. Indeed. Uh, I found some information about Tracer. Okay. So, uh, Jason Woods is the builder, uh, and he was on the original run of BattleBots uh, with his middleweight Rebob, which is a sort of splinter-esque machine. Uh, it's got sort of two side axes to grab hold. Doesn't have the top axe, four-wheel drive wedge. Nice. There you go. St- standard. Yeah. Well, of course. We mentioned the BattleBots news. Um, I think we have to discuss uh, some of the stuff that happened last week, um, which is, of course, uh, the RoboNerd TV uh, segment. And there was an awful lot of amazing stuff happening last week. There were some great interviews. Uh, the live stream as well. You know, Massive props to uh, Craig, Craig Croucher and Joe Brown. For, yeah. For one, I think it was a 10-hour stream? Uh, nine hours, I think, but, yeah. you know. Close yeah. enough. Yeah, close enough. I mean, how they managed to pull it all together, I don't know. I'm not technically minded enough to put all that together, but geez, it looked so well done, so professional, and and felt like just it felt natural. It it just 
flowed and it worked really well and kudos to them for the uh, for the best costume change apps in the in the uk <laughs> absolutely i, I must uh, i have to say i apologize for crashing the stream about five times with my interview with john denny <laughs> Um, that was yeah that was a, a bit of a an L on my part but at the end of the day you know it was a great day I think it was amazing that everything actually came together you know with me you know we had all sorts of guests coming on you know people like Mike Lambert from Dan Tomke Alex Mordew Suren Balendron from Supernova yeah and that was that panel was just a shock to see that we, we were getting classic Roboteers in for an interview that was that was great one, one of the highlights of the day for me I mean, my highlight for me, I mean, obviously I'm going to be very biased here, um, Ian Lewis. I mean, that yes. was that was absolutely bananas, that was. I mean, we, I only found out about that the day before as well. Um, and I was just kind of like, uh, like, how would I not, how do I not say yes to this, you know? Oh yeah, you, you have to say yes to to talking to Ian Lewis. I'm sorry, that's just a given. It was it was fantastic and you know, he was he was lovely and you know, I hope hopefully we'll get to talk to him again at some point in the future. You know, I'm not gonna hold my breath. He's you know a busy man, but hopefully we'll yeah. uh, get to hear more from him in the future. Time down. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, metaphorically time down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For an interview. Funny. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um Obviously, there was also Creator Week as well. There was all sorts of ha- happenings with that. You know, the the Antwait Anarchy, um, yeah. the top ten moments we had. Um, we had all sorts. Lego of Lego Wars. Oh well, I mean, Lego was, Wars was, that, I think, the highlight of the week again. I mean, for, for, slightly for me, it was, I was involved. I mean, for me, it was. Um, it was great to watch. I think it's the the currently the biggest video of uh, Creator Week going going forwards it's currently sitting at around sort of 400 500 views so a massive well done to david harrison david of smeg on youtube um who's who's pulled out all the stops with this series it's absolutely fantastic and uh it was just such a, a joy to be a part of and i can't wait for series one to go ahead yeah absolutely I, i'm very much looking forward to that as well go and um follow him on youtube if you uh, get the chance to do so uh, yeah. for, for, for me i think the, the highlight was either that or there was also... Give me a second. I'm just going to uh, look on YouTube because I've forgotten we had, all the videos. Uh, Sean did a, a lovely video about uh, some robots reimagined. Uh, that that was good. He did, yes. Uh, there, was, uh, there was also... Friend of ours, Jimmy Cotton. That was it. I, I really enjoyed the um, the nine-hour build as well. That was great fun. Good fun to yeah. watch. And uh, as well as that, the uh, there was also the spliced interviews from throughout the week. Um, yeah, with you know the, the the impromptu ones, the live ones that were on the live stream of the day that were posted uh, on separate days throughout the week. Um, one that I really want to talk about is um, the MVP. I think it has to be said of Robonerd this year, and that is Jamie McCarg. <laughs> yes, I would I would stand up and applaud him. He I mean, is he just continues to do amazing things. I mean, for a start, he did two fantastic interviews with the classic builder of the house robots. Or one of the builders of the house robots and the modern builders of the house robots, the Coopers. Yeah. And then just to, you know, tie it all off nicely, obviously he last year he built this amazing replica of Shunt. Uh, the original Shunt, not the not the modern one. Um obviously that was incredible. But the, he used the original moulds for the for the bodywork and you know, it, it looks fantastic and I think it is actually heavyweight legal, which is even more incredible for to, in my mind. That's amazing. But that wasn't enough. No. That wasn't enough. And 
Jamie, Jamie went out of his way and uh, built and re- rebuilt, I suppose you could, you could say, um, the classic house robot Dead Metal. Now, Just, it is so stunning. It's it, it's even more amazing to me because there are no molds for that. So obviously with shunt, you got the fiberglass top of the, you know yeah. the, the body. You can kind of you know it's a lot more simple than you know it may appear. I, I say this you know talking from <laughs> absolutely zero experience, but you, you, you follow my drift. Whereas you sat in your armchair there doing yeah, some lovely engineering. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But it, it you know it, it's a, it's a lot simpler process than dead metal, let's say, which has no oh, yeah. has no fiberglass in it. It was all you know pieces of metal, hence the name, and it looks exquisite it's just it has everything going for it and it even and the concrete saw it made a phenomenal noise oh absolutely mm. you've got to love a bit of a, a sort of dirty petrol engine in behind it yes and it's going hell for leather it was brilliant and it's it's not quite done yet i know he's he's going to power the arms yes it wasn't quite finished i don't think that's exciting yeah. uh that there's going to be a, a full-on replica of of dead metal as well i i yeah, I can't believe he's done that in a year. Yeah, well, it does. Like, it does. It does now mean, of course, there is a. Um, obviously, he has both shunt and dead metal. Um, he does. I believe. Uh, I can't remember who exactly has it, but there is there is a Matilda lying around somewhere. Maybe, there's a couple. I know. Yeah. There's one that Jono of uh, Extreme Robots has, yeah. and there's also the. Oh, uh, Ro- is it Robotasia? Robot something yeah. like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, he brought uh, a Matilda last year as well. Um, yeah. to Robonerd. So what yeah. you might not know, Sam. Yeah. Is there's a Sergeant Bash on the way? I've seen uh, a few photos on Facebook flying about. Um, which is very exciting. So hopefully, yeah. Touch Callum wood. Jones uh, started work on this about four months ago, research and designing. But yeah, it's it's in the works. It's looking amazing. It would be so Already. lovely. It would be so lovely to get those original four house robots together next year at Robo Nerd. I think that might, like, that might be a absolute peak of where it could be. You know, that the original four house robots remade in you know 2020, 21, all together. Yeah, lovely, lovely to see that. Absolutely smashing. Um, and Jamie, if you're feeling if you're feeling generous, you know, you could just knock up a kill a lot. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. No one, you know, would uh, absolutely no one would want that. No, absolutely not. <laughs> um, one of the great things, and again, we're heavily biased here, that we got to do for Creator Week was um, we interviewed Team Mortis. We did, um, and that, that that was mad. That, I mean, we it was it was tough as well because we we would we tried to organize that for weeks and you know our schedules just did not match up did not match up no. i think the original plan was to try and get it out on the live stream day but unfortunately yeah. because our schedules just didn't match at all like it was so difficult to get all four of us together at one time to kind of put together an interview it had to get pushed back a little bit but I, i'm kind of glad it did because in the in the end we managed to i i personally think that's probably one of the best interviews i've done yeah like it was it was just so lovely to hear like, these two guys with so much experience. They've 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 been there and done it. They've won trophies. They had the most complicated and over the top, you know, technologically advanced fighting robot I mean, of its era. Brushless in nineteen ninety eight ninety nine <laughs> is just it's still a mad idea to me. It's, it's utterly baffling. It's just it was incredible, and it was it was so 
fun to listen to you know their their, their trials and tribulations with not just production but also you know different teams and you know i know we're biased and i know you know we, we're obviously going to say this because we interviewed them but i implore you to go and watch this because they are so fascinating the pair of them and you know i was it was a real joy to speak to both arthur and rob and um I'm- I, I had a, a second sort of working name for the interview as uh, sort of Team Mortis, uh, Team Mortis Villains No More because we do go about setting some things straight uh, yeah. in in this interview. And it, it's it, it, some of it's utterly shocking, the sort of stuff they went through yeah. uh, production-wise, but it, it's so good that they finally get to put the story straight and, and not be booed anymore. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not, not. Have to play the villains absolutely not and um well we, we we did speak to them a little bit uh at the end you know what, what does the future hold and they and rob uh mentioned he has a project coming up about uh, a potential show of some description yes this was um so because of of covid and everything and all the uk teams that were preparing to go out to battle bots uh that now can't there's a chance that there may be some something, salvation, <laughs> yeah, yeah, something brewing for for those builders who have spent so long, you know, getting the machines ready for little payout in twenty twenty. Um, so yeah, it, it's it's exciting to hear that there is something that, first of all, that Rob is sort of heading up as as the ideas man behind it. That's that's big, um, because obviously he's just such an incredible guy. Um, that the, there's something coming from him is is very exciting to me. Yeah. Um, it's also great that there's something coming for the builders because obviously, as I said, there's there's been nothing for them really this year. No, it is a shame, but obviously, yeah, COVID has kind of prevented a lot of things happening in 2020. Obviously, not just robot combat, you know, a lot of things throughout the world. But you know, it is encouraging to me that you know people out there, you know, are trying to get a solution really yeah um hopefully from what he's described it yeah. sounds sort of like a so they were looking for a warehouse per public advert out and i'll i'll continue that advert here if anybody's got a warehouse they want uh tearing down and don't mind some robots going at it first uh that's sort of the idea that it's going to be it sounds like sort of the original run of the show how it was meant to be sort of quite grungy very uh sort of in your backyard these robots are, are fighting yeah, it, it's, it is exciting. And I think, you know, it, if it all gets pulled together, you know, I would be intrigued to see it. It's, it's something that, you know, considering Robot Wars has now been gone for over two years now. My God. Again, mm. <laughs> you know, I think that there is definitely a market here in the UK for, for a, a TV show or even just a web series, you know, Bugglebots did so well. Yeah. And, you know, I think... The, I think the expensive thing is with particularly with Robot Wars was the arena itself. If the yeah. arena if the arena is provided for next to nothing, say it's a warehouse that needs to tear down or what or what have you, that's a large chunk of cost that you know they that won't be required. So hopefully something can come of it. Maybe we'll see it on YouTube. Maybe we see it on you know Dave or something like that. I don't know, but you know hopefully you know people are working on something to try and fix something up for the UK. We'll see how it goes. Yeah. Uh, the other nugget that he gave us was that he was building for BattleBots. He was building a new Abaldon Overlord. Well, I, don't, I don't think he mentioned Abaldon Overlord specifically, but I think he, he said he would love to do BattleBots again. He was going to prepare something 
for BattleBots again. Whether he, I'm whether... sure he said a, a more simple version of Walden Overlord. Possibly, I, I can't remember. I've slept since then. Come on now. <laughs> that um, might just be wishful thinking on my part. <laughs> we'll see. I know. I, I love Walden Overlord. Maybe, maybe we'll see it again one day. I suppose at this point we should come to the live scene lockdown segment. Lockdown? Lowdown! Wow. <laughs> I suppose live scene well, lockdown I is mean, also, is also yeah, apt. Relevant. <laughs> yeah, um, obviously COVID has cancelled a lot of events this year and uh, Robots Live is no exception to that. They have uh, had to cancel, I think, is it all of their shows to the end of the year? I think they've, so far they've only cancelled two of the events so that is uh grantham and Steven. crawley is um, as well i don't know that they've cancelled stevenage yet there might be a sliver of hope for stevenage i don't know whether there will be by the time we get to it but i've not personally i don't think i've seen something for stevenage no um i know extreme robots obviously had to cancel uh where are we colchester yeah that's the one we go to um yeah they've had to cancel colchester but their other events are still up, sort of wishful thinking, hoping that they will be able to go ahead. Um, you've got to feel for them, really, because it's a, a year of shows that they're not getting any income from or anything. So it's that's a lot of robot maintenance they're not getting. It's a lot of, especially if you're a company that is is trying to provide entertainment across the country, that's your income not coming yeah. in. So, yeah, you've got to feel for them on, on that front. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's tough, but it's unfortunately necessary. Yeah, I think so. I think ultimately you got to think of the uh, crowd safety first, rather than you know. At, at the end of the day, as much as we'd love to go fighting, and you know, we we are no exception to that. You know, both myself and Jevon have you know vested interests in these live events, and you know, as much as we'd love to go and you know play with our heavies, <laughs> ultimately at this point it's not going to happen. Yeah. Um. As well as that, recently we've seen um, the Bristol Bot Builders. Great guys, I think they're top lads, as I'm sure, <laughs> <laughs> as I'm sure many people are aware. Uh, they have recently acquired a uh, featherweight arena, a well, they, what they what they're calling a sportsman feather arena, which because I don't think it has a roof. No. Um. So it won't be, you won't see you get Shreks and you won't see your uh, you know your shrapnels and your straddles in there or your neons, but you, you will see you know uh, a sportsman class kind of come into into play in the uk which is quite exciting really because we haven't really had that before no i mean robo dojo run sportsman events but quite honestly those are full combat robots that are wanting another weekend of competitor fun so um having a a purpose-built sportsman arena and a sportsman field is is going to be very exciting yeah i mean you know for for me i think i'm already looking at a team of uh, people potentially uh, to try and put a um, a sportsman featherweight together. We've you know we've spoken a little bit about what we're going to do and how we're going to do it. We don't have the exact details yet. We're not sure if we want to do one thing or another. But you know we're starting to get an idea. And I think uh, I think a lot of people are kind of looking into this because one thing I I find with with featherweights is it, obviously it's the same with every weight class. But like the spinners are so good now, particularly in feathers. Yeah. I find. If you don't have something very serious in feathers, or, or like or something you're willing to just let die, there's a lot of, you know, chance a lot of money that you've spent on your robot's going to go in the bin. Which you know, is the same as I say, it's the same with any weight class. But like I find that particularly with feathers, it, it just seems a bit more exasperated, a bit more exaggerated. If that makes sense. 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, you've got the likes of Neon on the live scene uh, <laughs> cropping up occasionally. And that thing is just scary yeah, to be in the arena with. It's so dangerous. Um, it, it, oh, just, yeah. You uh, you need to change your trousers afterwards, really. Um, <laughs> it is... It is I, I can see what you mean. I, I, I completely agree. Yeah, there's, there's some absolute brutes in the featherweight scene. Um, and, you know, you, either you fight them and risk dying, or you fight them and win, or you go in for this instead, which is... A way round it really it's the it's the the way to it's almost like a testing ground almost you could you yeah. could test something new out in sportsman and then if you feel that it could be upgraded to full combat then go by for it yeah by all means it should be good good fun as well i think that's the main thing you know the, you know i think it's fair to say that bristol bot builders are very good at you know encouraging a lot of entertainment from their from their competitions rather than specifically yes. just you know wanton carnage you know they, i think they do actually want people to you know, think outside the box, and I think this is a good way of doing that. So, big up to them, and hopefully we'll uh, see a bit more more featherweight action soon. Indeed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think um, going back a few weeks now, there was uh, a lovely new CAD of uh, live scene competitor Deadbod, who are rebuilding, ready for twenty twenty one, I believe, or going forwards at least. Um, and they're changing some things from their original design. Obviously, Deadbod started life as a sort of box that had a wedge on the front, and then they've added the spinner, which uh, has worked on and off. It depends if Aftershock has uh, <laughs> one across the arena. I mean, to be fair, um, that, that can be said of literally any robot ever at this point, because Aftershock yeah. is just so good. Um, so they're, they're changing things. They're, they're upgrading. I believe I saw some potential entanglement uh, areas on the sides of their robot. So that's uh, something... A little bit interesting, but yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the new Deadbot. Yeah, exactly. It, it seems like it's uh, it's maturing nicely, and I think you know that 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 team, you know, De- the Deadbot team team. Uh, I can't remember the team name. Yeah, the name escaped me as well because I just tried to find it on uh, <laughs> on Facebook. And I was like, I don't know what to look for. Uh, team team U L L. Yeah, Team Ul. Oh, it is as well. Nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, I, I knew it was three letters. I just couldn't remember the three letters. Um, Team ULL, obviously, with a really, you know, it's a solid machine. It, it keeps running. I think that's fair to say. It, it, may, it may not yeah. dish out the destruction in the arena all the time, but it, it is a solid robot, and they, they've, they've put together something that can actually take the hits. So, you know, exciting times for them. I think, you know, that they'll be encouraged by the fact that they've got something new on the way. Speaking of something encouraging, um, Sam Price. Absolutely what a guy. lovely guy. Absolutely lovely guy. Uh, his robots, though, are horrible to fight. In particular, <laughs> is um, ma- in particular Maximum Ogre Drive, one of probably the most dangerous beetle there is. Purely for the fact that if it gets you, there is a good chance you're going to set on fire. Yeah. Um, and it's now even better, and that just it just literally wants me, it makes me want to shrivel up and hide because it is it was already so dangerous, and you know I think they've added wheel guards on the side as well now. Yeah. Um, yeah, they've protected their wheels. Bigger saw again. Just oh, please, Sam. <laughs> As if there was ever a robot, I just I would like. I will fight anything. I've you know I in the in the SSX event, my I got drew against Gear for what Bourbon and um, let the good times roll. How did that last one go for you? I can't remember. Uh, <laughs> well, you know, and, you know, get down for what and let the good times roll. Eventually, with the top two in that competition, you know, I'm not saying yeah. that you know, but 
it's just the truth. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, you know, I'll, I'm more than happy to ch- chuck, um, you know, whatever I've got in with anything. I would think twice about <laughs> about about Maxim Overdrive. Yeah, it's that scary. It is that scary for me. It really is. Uh, yeah, as you said, it will produce the magic smoke for you, and uh, if it spreads, you know, you you can't do much about that. That's it's potentially competition ending that robot. Yep. And, and it has and it has been before. Thought. It has been yeah. before as well. I think uh, the version we saw in Bugglebots two was it was a shame that they went out in such a way because I think it it had the potential to go far. It was an unlucky draw as well. They they ended up getting you know K two in the first round and. Oh yeah, you know that's just a nasty draw in itself. Um, so that pretty much rounds up uh, last week's news. I think there's not much more to add. Um, Jevin, any final thoughts uh, before we start wrapping things up? Just uh, keep an eye if you're a Battlebot supporter. Look out for those uh, those robots. Obviously, we we won't be able to discuss anything that isn't made public, but I will keep a watchful eye over the news and see what we can and can't talk about. So hopefully by the next one of these, we should have a few robots to talk about. Yep, absolutely. And I think also from from my side, I think we also have to give a massive thank you to anyone and everyone who either contributed or watched or, you know, joined it in some way for the RoboNerd TV Creators Week and the live stream. Mm. You know, it was a great, you know, I, I felt, you know, it was quite wholesome. You know, everyone kind of came together and, Yes, we couldn't have the event in Wolverhampton this year. You know, it was, it was obviously great to meet a lot of people last year. You know, obviously I met Jevon last year there. It was indeed. It was lovely, but obviously couldn't do that due to COVID this year. But it was really nice to see everyone come together, and uh, I'm I'm really glad that a lot of people seemed to enjoy what was put out there. I think that you know means quite a lot to not just myself, but I think a lot of people that actually did you know put in a lot of work for this to to happen. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's just such an amazing job across the board. And uh, RoboNerd isn't RoboNerd without the fans. So, yep, absolutely. Big up. Absolutely. Um, I will say this is a weekly podcast we are going to do. So every yes. Monday or Tuesday, well, we're probably going to record it Monday and then post it on the Tuesday. Um, however, next week there won't be one. Uh, no. It's, it's my birthday next week. so It is. I was just <laughs> looking at that. So uh, there won't be a... Um, Robocast Newsweek next week. Uh, but as of the, I think it's the 7th, week starting the 7th of September, uh, it will be weekly from there. Um, but other than that, I think that pretty much wraps things up. Uh, I hope you've enjoyed listening to us. Uh, you can find all the uh, links to the stories this week in the podcast description of your particular podcast provider. If you want to rate us, rate us. If you want to check us out on YouTube, we are Sam Elliott 64 and World of Woodrow. But other than that, we'll uh, see you in a couple of weeks' time for another Robocast Newsweek. Until then, bye-bye. So long.